I said it was a confessional. I said we, you know, we would open the doors. We've done, we've done the confessional numerous times uh, in the on the Pie Guys. Um, so, I think to honor that, I think to honor what we we're talking about specifically before this recording, and also to honor the time of the year, I have a confession to make. All right, what's your confession? Um, on a personal level, you already kind of know about this. Uh, on on a podcast level, it's never been spoken about on on a specific on any kind of detail. But shout out to this is the end, Uncle Clem's favorite movie. That's right, it is. It's- it is his favorite movie. <laughs> we we just literally just finished watching it, and um, good morning. It's I feel like I just woke up, so we kind of did. It's the morning well, right now over here in the in the one forty p.m. Yeah, how what well, what are you doing on a Saturday at one forty p.m.? Probably in the middle of your could be at Bed Bath and Beyond. I don't know. Maybe you're gonna have a big day. But you need to take a hit of this because it's the Pie Guys and it's one forty p.m. Hey. And uh, I just woke up. No, but uh, we did just finish. This is the end. And um, damn, that movie's funny, bro. It's pretty fucking funny. I haven't seen it in a while. I know. I know. We always talk about it. Like we've always talked about this is the end before. I'm sure. Um, Super bad is another one of our favorites. You know what I mean? But it. <laughs> There's just certain things, again, and this is the end, where it's those little moments where you're just like, fuck, dude, that's so fucking funny. And you're like, and I, I said it today, I was like, dude, do you think that scene was improvised? <laughs> you're like, yeah, probably. And it kind of, it is, it does seem like that sometimes. It's like, as you know, as somebody who's done improv before, and it's like you kind of have this, you could tell. You could tell, um, yeah, and there's a ton of comedies over the years where that's been the case, but it's it's kind of like their um, signature thing a little bit. Those guys that do those movies, like the go watch any of them, Pineapple Express, Super Bad. There's all scenes, and yeah, you're right. We always talk about those ones, but um, there's scenes in there where they, you can tell they're just kind of riffing and and letting it go, and fuck it. This part is dedicated to the This Is The End fans because um, what what scene are we talking about? The jack-off scene. <laughs> Specifically, the jack-off scene. And um, because it's just like banter back and forth between the two, but it's it's like nobody would write that. You know what I mean? You right. Write, it's like nobody would write it like that, the, that way, the way that they're fucking delivering it. Um, so funny. And you're right. The, uh, one of the things... That, I think we were both laughing at the hardest on this most recent watch <laughs> is an un, kind of an innocuous moment. It's not like a, it's not like one of the biggest scenes in the movie, but when shit's like first popping off and the hole is opening up and people are fucking falling in the hole and Jay <laughs> is, is like the last one there with this other dude. And he's like, it's the dude, it's the dude from what's he, his fucking name. I can never that, know that I, guy's I, name, but he's in, he's in the Santa Claus. He's Bernard in the Santa Claus, the curly haired guy. The curly haired, uh, he, oh, I've seen. And he's, he's in. He's in ten things I hate about you. You've seen him in like tons of movies, but I never knew. The, I, I think he was also on some TV show that was a, a hit for a while. I'm gonna have to look it up right now because 
it's kind of bothering me. But yeah, you like you when you see him, you're like, oh, you're like, like that I've guy, seen, like that guy. Isn't he also Which in Hulk? Also, I feel he's like got he's a great career, in, like... man. I'd like to be that guy. Oh, you it, know what I mean? Ed and because we don't even know his fucking name, he could probably go out in the real world and not have to be swarmed by people that are like, hey, it's him. Because yeah, exactly. He's just that guy. He's that guy. Well, that guy is 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 about to fall into hell. And uh he's he's reaching for Jay to help him because he's higher up and he's and he goes, you know, give me your hand and he keeps telling him, You're gonna support my whole weight, right? Like if I give you my hand, you got me, right? <laughs> like you're gonna you're gonna ha- hold my weight. And he asks him like at least five times. And and the scene's building it swelling. He's like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. That scene is so funny, man. And it's it's not like it's David not... Crumholtz. There you go. David Crumholtz. Shout out to David <laughs> That guy. That guy. Shout shout out to David Crumholtz. Google him. Uh look him up so you know when you're on the same page with us. Um This is the end is just hilarious. And yeah. It's, it's a... and, and it's <laughs> it's worth watching. If you've never seen it, you gotta I don't know what's going on in your life, but you gotta immediately change that the next movie you sit down to watch should be this is the end if for no other reason then it's also got some of the most random and kind of shocking cameos in it um so it's got a lot of recognizable people of of the day showing up into the movie so it's it's just fun throughout can't recommend it enough i know we've talked about it before and, and and it won't be the last time that we do on this podcast and Maybe we've talked about it too much now, but uh, shout out to it because it's a good laugh. And I will I will say it gave me laughs that uh, I feel like I haven't had in a while. So I feel like I feel like these types of comedies for us nowadays is is the equivalent of like back in the day, like with Mel Brooks style, you know, like Blazing Saddles. Hmm. Like they wouldn't make that shit nowadays. There's no way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's no fucking way. And, well, that's the thing. Mel Brooks is still doing shit, too. Is he? Yeah, he's like, he's fucking old, dude. He was born in 1926. Yeah, Mel Brooks is old. Unfortunately, he's probably not long for this earth, but um, not being long for this earth is... I know that they're doing History of the World Part 2 right now. Like, they're filming that shit. I remember I remember getting some uh, notifications to, like, do Background it. stuff? Background stuff. And I was like, I was like, what? I was like... Interesting. So there, I, and I, you know what? I think it would be hilarious. I think it would just be so funny. It'd be such a Mel Brooks movie. They're like this is his last movie, right? He is so old. He is. This is his last ancient. movie he's gonna create, and it would just be a big fuck you to people that can't handle comedy nowadays. And then he dies, and he's like, "Well, I'm gonna leave you with he's that." Like, I don't have to fun. worry about. It. I've been canceled. Exactly. <laughs> I canceled myself. Exactly. <laughs> I hope that prediction fucking comes <laughs> true, how dude. How funny would that be? You're like, that guy is the master, dude. I hope that prediction comes true. I'm rooting for that. And like, I know it sounds kind of weird because it's not like I'm rooting for Mel Brooks' death. Like, shout out to Mel Brooks. All-time movie, like, you know, his place is cemented in in, in the lore of movies. So maybe there's no better uh, candidate for something like that because he kind of bridges the generation gap. He's, like you said, he's been alive since the fucking he's Taft administration. He's 100 years old, dude. Yeah, he's been alive since the Taft administration. So, like, yeah. he, he's fucking, he bridges the gap between then and the TikTok generation and uh, all the TikTardids out there. TikTardids. And, uh, and yeah, I love it. I yeah. love that. I love that idea. So, I'm rooting for that. Yeah, long hilarious. live Mel Brooks. But when he finally does, 
leave this mortal coil and may it be with the ultimate middle finger to the fucking yeah <laughs> to the world to the world yeah that's what i'm saying to the world as he tells the history of the world it's to the world right and it then would he, just be it would just be and like what are you going to do what are you going to do tweet at him he's dead yeah exactly <laughs> exactly that's why i think i'm just like oh my gosh dude okay i all right how about this then talking about leaving this world this is the end is kind of the the theme is is essentially uh the end of days the apocalypse right correct right? like it's a comedy and you get caught up in all the the ridiculousness of it shout out to danny mcbride too by the way because i feel like every every little thing he does generally makes me laugh but specifically in this is the end it's like he makes it seem so effortless maybe it is for him i don't know he's hilarious um but essentially the theme is is the end of t- end of times yeah everything's coming to an end uh so i'm going to release my movie no but uh, it's all over the big dick demon is here and some people are riding the escalator to, you know to the penthouse some yeah. people are going to heaven but not everybody gets to go um correct revelation so the tribulation do you think you're going to go to heaven here's the thing you know my background you know i'm religious and that's stuff. why I, that's why i think so here, here's ass. here's my thing and and this is one of those things that it's it's very like um what's the word in a movie, to go back to the movie real quick, in the movie, it's very, it's just because like, oh, do good things, go to heaven, good people go to heaven. It's not like that. Like, in the Bible, it doesn't work like that. You could be a nice person still and, like, not go to heaven, but you can also be, like, you could do the things that the Bible says to do, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be a good person, a nice, good person to people, per se. And that's, a that's like, this weird common misconception like obviously yes be a nice person but like that is not the key that's not the golden ticket to get into heaven is being nice and nor maybe should you even be nice just for the at the idea of going up to like heaven, going going right? like according to the bible going to heaven to, the key to get into heaven is accepting god as your savior and believing in him that's that's the key so there's people that you got you got somebody that like maybe has murdered somebody. That's a murderer, and he's go, he's in jail now for life because he murdered somebody, and he knew what he did. He intently killed somebody, but if he turns and changes his ways in jail, and reads the Bible and does actually change and believe, he can go to heaven still. That God is a forgiving God in that aspect. So it's like. And a lot of people are like, well, that's fucked up. He murdered somebody. It's like, yes, he did a bad thing. He sinned. Everybody sins. And that's the thing in the Bible. A sin is a sin is a sin. So whether you murdered somebody or stole a fucking bubblicious pack of bubble gum in your local 7-Eleven at 4 a.m. when they're closed, it's this. It's the equivalent in God's eyes. Even though to us as humans, it's clearly not an equivalent. But isn't there also a scale? No. There's no scale of like degrees and like no, one no. through ten. Like clearly, like there that's, are some sins that we could all agree as humans are as, are more egregious than like white correct. lies. Like that's what I'm saying. But, like, a, but like that's what I'm saying. Like stealing a pack of bubble gum versus murdering somebody in God's eyes is the 
equivalent. Doesn't that seem a little harsh, though? But that's why he's forgiving, because if you, he, it doesn't matter what your sin is. That's the whole reason why he died on the cross, was to forgive you of your sins. Because we're going to make mistakes. We're going to fuck up. Like, that's, that's the whole, that's the idea. So, if you don't change your ways, if you keep murdering people, right. then yeah. If you serial kill... There's well, no hope even, for you. Well, even, even then, even then, you could kill, like, five people and then, like, ask for free. But here's the thing. You have to mean it. Like, but nobody's going to know if you mean it or not except for you and God in that moment. Like, you're, it's not, it doesn't, you know what I mean? Like, I'm a, your world is probably going to hate you. Yes, 100%. But at the end of the day, in the end, it doesn't matter what the world thinks to get to So, heaven. if tomorrow is the end... Right now, for what I believe... Would you go to heaven? Right now, for what I believe, I would hope I do, but I don't know because sometimes my actions of what I should be doing, according to the Bible, I don't currently do right now. So, well, uh, you know, I... I and I'm not saying I... I'm not saying, like, I murder and, like, all this stuff and I steal and, and you everything. pillage. You're not an actual pirate. <laughs> yeah, but but... Again, like, there's certain things that are required out of the bible and you know like i don't read the bible every day as you sh you should it's a guy it's a guideline for life in a sense and well so, it's kind of funny to think though that the book itself is gonna be like you should read me every day well that's kind of vain of you book well that's the thing it's god god is a forgiving god but he's not he at the same time people seem to have this idea of like, oh, he's like good and, and why do people die and stuff? And it's like, dude, like people died back then. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it, it doesn't, why did, why does God let bad things happen? Well, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's still a spiritual war going on. You know what I mean? Like if somebody's like, why did my, why did my brother have to die? Why did, why did, why did God let that happen? It's like, it's not necessarily God's letting it happen. And it's there's there's a spiritual war between God and and the devil Lucifer. If you believe in God, you believe in Lucifer. Not saying that you follow his practices and you're a Satanist, but like <laughs> if there's if God exists, Lucifer exists. Like it's it's the same idea, which is why like demons and stuff of possessions. Like I believe that shit. Like you can easily I that is real to me. Like people can get possessed. Like. Like in with Jonah Hill getting possessed, like that's a thing. That's so a thing. okay, there's been a couple of things you've been saying that I I think we should definitely travel down those paths. If you're hiking and you saw paths go off either way, you, we would want to go through all of them. So a couple of things I want to interject a little bit and say, I am I don't think I'm as to use a term religious as you are, um, though I you know things like that are kind of hard to scale whatever but like i'm not as right. devout about it like for instance i you, you you probably have read the bible like more recently I've, than i have you probably have also been to church more recently than i have etc I mean, so i'll say like i haven't i haven't been to church in a while and that's the other thing you know i i mean and you don't it's you don't it doesn't say like you have to go to church that's no i know i'm just what i'm what i'm getting at though what i'm getting at though is that it, it's in my background too like there was definitely a time in my life where that was that was sort of customary to Oh, every Sunday, every Sunday without question was church. You know what I mean? So I went through a period of my life where I was around it enough to know that, you know, there are things in the Bible, like kind of what you're talking about, about forgiveness and, and, um, there's always a path back. There's always like a path for redemption in a way. Um, 
uh, and you've said a couple other things, so maybe maybe I'd have to stop this audio and go back and listen. But um, I just want to touch on that a little bit. But then y- you were just talking about um, fuck. You said something that made me want to go down a path on the hiking trail. Uh, you said yeah. You said there's two paths. Or so. Oh, we you talking about like the spiritual war, like good versus evil. Oh yeah, yeah, kind of that. Yeah, it's coming back a little bit. Like you um, oh, demons being possess- okay, possessed. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, so yeah, there's you're you're specifically talking about demons taking over your body, but I think it's I think you could point to a lot of things in everyday life that can also possess you. You know what I mean? Like in like like you could be possessed by maybe you know it's a drug or it's a drink. You know what I mean? You could be possessed well, yeah. by impulses. You could be possessed by by video games on some level, you know what I mean? Insert Absolutely. whatever. So it's like, I, I would just back that up. I would kind of like second that on some level that like the idea of possession isn't just strictly a, a fucking demon with big horns and like sharp well, claws no. getting I inside mean, your that's... body. But like that's how it's often portrayed. But I think uh, like the, the, the real, like the real, uh, uh, profound power of like sin or or the devil let's say if you want to categorize it into a single being is that uh bad habits creep into your life in ways that don't seem necessarily well, outwardly and, and, bad right? and that's that's where you that's where the seven deadly sins it's like come it's into play. It, yes it's like it's, uh, it's the gluttony the lust the it's envy, sub- it, not, not submissive the, but it's subversive it, it, you know what i mean it creeps up on you it does well that, again yeah that's the seven deadly sins. it right? can impact you like in your private life your work life it can impact you in in like your with your but, family etc you know what i mean like yes, it, it, it could find a way to to ultimately of, to get to you <laughs> to get at you in every facet of your life Correct. right so well, yeah, the, you're not wrong. The, the again, these these are again like so so Lucifer is these seven deadly sins or whatever that we're talking about that you're kind of ex- giving it as an example to these demons. Like yes, somebody that is a drug addict, let's say, and and I don't mean marijuana, I mean like a hard drug, like maybe methamphetamines or like something that is very addictive, you know. Like yeah, they that is their that is their demon. You there are there is internal emotional demons that everybody struggles with whether you are religious or not. So yeah, that's what I'm getting at. It's There's like a, it's it can a, be physical the, stuff. It can be emotional. Yes. It can be. But can, yes, it can be. But I do also believe that demons can actually possess and take over your body. Okay. That like that because again there's there is a spiritual war going on. The, the Lucifer the devil doesn't like it. When God wins, like that's the idea, and God is like, "Well, I'm gonna win," and he's like, "We'll prove it." Like the idea is, Lucifer was a fallen angel. He was the prettiest angel that God created. He was he was like his right hand man, and then all of a sudden he was just like, "No, I'm better than you. I can do this. I can do anything you can do, but better." Put it in a musical. <laughs> and then so he gets he becomes the fallen angel, and he he gets cast out of heaven and is sent to hell. Where he is, he, you know, you want to be your, you want to be your God. Well, you're going to be the king of hell, basically. Like now, you forever live in hell. You can reign, and but you have to do it look under. Like yeah. he doesn't look like what we see, like the horns and the devil. Like you know, like if you think of the devil, he's like like the horns and like all this. <laughs> he's a beautiful angel, so he's conniving. You're, you're going to think you're so in, so so in that regard, maybe. Uh, He's just dis- things that things that take form in real world on this plane in this dimension often not not every time but 
bad things are often packaged as good, good-looking things. Yes, based on that correct idea. Correct that like the devil in classic pop culture is generally an ugly looking thing right. or it's at least kind of this devilish looking guy but it's like clearly he's got horns and like there's things that he's red right like things that naturally make you want to go uh, stay away correct but nay what if what if, what if the devil was was either maybe the most not just attractive person in life but like um let's say and personally what if the devil was batman i mean batman's all over my wall in here um, and so it, it would be a form of devil worship. I mean, if, you know well, I mean? Like, not, it, something that looks good it, to me, right? Like, what it, if the devil well, was okay. like the Dodgers? Let me tell you, it's, you know? tell you, you're going into something else where the Ten Commandments are different, right? That's that's idolizing. Sure. You, you're not supposed to idolize any other gods. Sure, sure. So, like, in, according to the Bible, you know, so like. So is that the devil winning that, here? It, is that the devil it, being well, like, it's not, I'm going to make you idolize the Batman? You're allowed to like things. Like, I'm, for crying out loud, I have a Star Wars tattoo. Right over your heart, dude. Right, you know? well, my heart's a little bit more right well, over here, but for the theme of it, go with it. It's a right. It's directly over your heart, and so it's like I. It's it again. That's that's where us as human beings, we we have our free will. You know what I mean? And a lot of people are like, "Well, well why do we die then?" Like, because originally Earth was meant to be, we were meant to be immortal. We we're meant to be immortal, like the Garden of Eden and all that, and then. You know, we were just Adam, gonna be hot Adam and, and sexy and naked at Adam our peak for the rest of our lives. Well, <laughs> you know what I mean? We didn't. We weren't gonna have to go through puberty and all the awkward shit. We were just gonna be like peak. Well, no, we would. Performance. But we were just. We were meant to like the Earth was supposed to be heaven in a sense. It was created for that, but then Adam and Eve ruined it by eating the forbidden fruit. They got. They got enticed and tempted. Yeah, but who started? Who started? I'm kidding. Oh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> trying to give me say kidding. a woman. I'm kidding. <laughs> but maybe we can get into that in the second half of this episode. Who knows? But the idea is because of that, they get banished. We get banished from the Garden of Eden, and therefore we can now die. We were made of the earth, and we will become. We will turn back into the earth. Here's the thing, too. Like God's time, like, is different than ours on Earth. So, God was on Earth before he Jesus came here. You know, the the Neapolitan Holy Trinity. <laughs> Like he was here, and then he left, and he said, "I will be back." Right? That's Revelation. Terminator back, taking. <laughs> yeah, Arnold I will be Schwarzenegger. Back. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, dude. He came and fucking claimed your ass. Yeah, exactly. So, like, and going back to what we're talking about now, Revelations, in in the end of days, the end. To him, it could be like a week, but to us, it's been two thousand years. 3,000 years. We don't know when specifically. And in the Bible, it says it's going to happen like a thief in the night in a blink of an eye. So, like, this stuff, like, with people getting, like, beamed up, like fucking Star Trek, it's not going to be like that. Fuck. It's, if anything, it's going to be more like the blip in Marvel, where people just vanish out of mm. nowhere, minus the turning to dust. It, it's literally, like... For, for dramatic for, effect? Yeah, obviously, yeah. like, these are movies. Spider-Man turned into leaves. They got to... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it, it, but it would be. It honestly would be more like Marvel, like it, the blip, the when that all happens, where people are just gonna vanish out of nowhere. Like we could be sitting here talking right now, and if it happens, I would just disappear. Like you, <gasps> you wouldn't even realize a blink of an eye. Like blink your eye, that's how. Like, and then Shane's gone. Yeah, and then we have to cut to commercial. But not just me, millions of people around the globe. It's gonna happen too. 
All in an instant. In an instant. Like that that's what it says. Like in and then, an instant. And then basically Earth becomes hell and you either go to the mythological hell no. or you, or you no, are, it actually live on does, hell it, on earth. It, it doesn't turn to hell yet. It it I think that well, isn't the hill happens, on fire? Isn't the mountain yeah, on fire? Yeah, but again, that's 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 a movie. But in, in that's from the Bible, though, the mountain of fire. Yes, that's later. Though. The pale horse. There, that's later. Those are the, the those are the 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 gates Johnny opening. Cash. Those are the, the 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 I think it's the seven horsemen of the apocalypse. Mm-hmm. The gates opening, like that's later. Pestilence. Though. What before all that happens? There's I plague. Think the, I think before all that happens, war. Uh, no, there's going to be seven. I think it's like I think it's seven years of peace on earth. Mystique. Like, Maybe I can't remember the exact number, but there's gonna be peace on Earth like for a long time. Like it's because basically what's gonna happen Good is there's gonna, be a, there's gonna be a worldly power. It's not gonna be like new world order. Yeah, basically. NWO. Well, because you for life. Well, because you're gonna have no, you're gonna have uh, you're gonna have the the Antichrist. That's the Antichrist is gonna come in. in Hulk Hogan. Sure, <laughs> it could be. Well, hold on a second, Shane. Can I can I say this? Uh, I love everything you're talking about. I love uh, the, this conversation about heaven and hell and life and death, right and wrong, scales, uh, laughter, uh, thieves in the night, and uh, everything else that's been happening. But guess what? We'll resume that right after this. Oh, thank you. But I guess you're just... Flipping to this part of the episode, grabbing a slice right here in the middle, and I respect your slice choice. This is your uncle. We've been riding on the train with the train, the conductor, the caboose, the colorful logs that you have to throw in in the third installment in order to get to get to 88 and see some serious shit. Uh, he's here as well. It feels like it's been a lot longer than I think maybe it has since since we recorded together. Certainly longer uh, under the same roof and almost flesh to flesh. You don't know. You don't know what we're doing because you're listening to the audio version of this. You know, we could be super close, super bad. But let's get back into it because um, legitimately, honestly, uh a lot of these things stimulate me, and obviously, it's a, it's kind of a passionate. Uh, have you ever have you thing. ever have you ever read uh, Revelations? No, uh, you should like, just like, you should read like it parts out of it, but never like should, the book of. You should read you the know? book, and you, we're reading books right now still. And Are we, Shane? I have, I have, I'm one and a half down. Wait, you're in? He's in. Well, I let's go. I told you. I mean, this is gonna take. Okay, let's let's do a little update real quick. Uh, palate cleanser. I'm glad Jurassic you mentioned Park. that. I finished Jurassic Park. You finally finished Jurassic Park. Yeah, it only took fucking 65 million years. Shout out to uh, the 2022 reading challenge that the Pie Guys have been challenging each other to do for most of the year. I think we kind of were like in March. We were like, hey, let's do this thing. Uh, And because we had 10 months left in the year, we were like, let's each read a book a month. So 10 books a piece between you and I, 20 books. And then uh, I reached out to our, uh, our good buddy, you know. I saw that, yeah. Just Chase. Yeah. And um, I said, are you in? And then he messaged me and he goes, dude, I read a, I read books all the time. I was like, all right, Mr. Read Books All the Time. How about we throw 10 more on there? And he's like, I'm in. And so it was up to 30. And then LaRoyal came over. Shout out to the titanium one. <laughs> and I said, fuck it, dude, at this point. Titanium tut. Let's go. You're a pie guy. You want to read some books? And he said, yeah, I do. And we talked about some of the books here. We were talking about comics. Sure enough, 10 more on. So we have, as a podcast... 
as the podcast, as as the podcast, our goal by the end of the year is to have 50. read forty books. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right, right. ten a piece. Yeah, um, and we've extended it to the trio. So anybody listening, if you want to join in, please do and let us know. But um, that's a quick update. Shane is in for for at least half the year. Shane was like, "Dude, I haven't even, I, I, I don't have nothing going." Doesn't mean I can't. I, I know. It doesn't mean I still can't complete the goal. I just exactly haven't we done get, every, a look, book a month. Look, man, I'm not even. I have a lot of work to do, and if you look at the calendar these days, there's not a lot of the year left. So no, everybody's trying to cram. I love it. It's like there's literally two months left. That, that's the challenge of it. That's the whole Three point. Months. We we, we we threw it out there to the universe. We're going to hold ourselves to the standard. We said we'll hit forty. We're going to get as fucking close to forty as possible. So that's something we'll be updating you on over the course of uh, the rest of this year. So you're one and a half in. Jurassic Park is down, and you're on, in the middle of another well, one. Well, I was I was reading two books at once. So I only I think I have maybe like maybe like I'm like halfway through the other book. So I'll I'll kill two books this month. Fuck yeah! Like within like a week. That's that's what I'm saying. Because like I was reading multiple books at once. So it's like well, Shane's in it, dude. The train is in. He's on the board. We talked about it. it go listen to the episodes. We were like, yeah, we'll we'll see where Shane's at at the end of the year. Well, guess what, bitch? One and a half. Put it on the board. It's like uh, who's gonna get the Glengarry leads? You know. Uh, I know I know the Royal has been doing some, so we really haven't confirmed on this airwaves with uh, with Chase. So it'll be interesting to be like, how many have you read? And it can, you know, we've talked about it before. It could be a book you've already read, but like, but obviously you start from the beginning and you get through the end. It's like you're rereading it. You don't. It doesn't count because you read it five years ago. You just decided to reread it this year. So for 2022, any book counts except a comic book. Shifting fucking tracks, going down another uh, hiking path. We do something on this podcast, too, called The Confessional from time to time. And um, it feels like maybe this is a good These time. These are my confessions. It feels like a good time to open the doors. Like, let us venture into The Confessional for whatever is left of this this particular podcast because we're talking about this is the end, the end of times, uh, heaven and hell. And I, And honestly, I don't even know if you answered my question entirely not that you have to you have in a way but as a do you think you're going to go to heaven question i don't know that's the answer i mean that's a fair an- yeah, that's i don't a fair know because, answer. because it's a bit of a cop-out but it's also a fair answer because do, does anybody really fucking know yes well I mean, here's the but thing you're all you're, here's the thing. you're a guy of faith but here, though, too. that's what i'm saying i don't know because what i what i believe i i what i believe would get me in but that i'm not taking the steps that i'm supposed to be as a man of faith if that makes sense, meaning like every day of your life, because that was something you Correct. were talking about earlier. Well, it's, that it's, I, because I know the Bible day, says it's more of just like you know, like again, it's just there's certain things where, yeah, I'm not do I'm not doing. We sin daily, right? We, doing. we a man yes, falls short I mean, you, you, routinely. I mean, everybody, every everybody sins. Like. The only the only people that get a free pass in but didn't you heaven, just tell me a sin is a sin? So correct, but you have to ask for forgiveness. See, that's the difference. So like with like Christianity versus like some like Catholicism, where you have to go in and like repent and like you know say you know hail Marys and all that kind of stuff. Like seven of them and then or you gotta, whatever. Yeah, like you, you gotta know, do you, something you, you for Santeria. Confess Santorina. to the you confess in the confessional box. I mean, since we're on this fucking topic yes, right now, exactly. Um, you can you, you your confessions and then. Depending on the extremities of what it is, then the the priest 
will tell you, okay, do this, this, and this, and you are forgiven, my son, kind of thing, you know? Like, so that that's Catholicism in that aspect, whereas, like, Christianity, we don't have to, I don't have to go into church and go into a confessional box and talk to the pastor and be like, this is what I've done. It's cause it, because it's not the pastor who gives who frees me of the sins. It's God. It's not the priest. It's God. Like, but he's the so conduit to God, right? right? Now he's the conduit, right? Isn't that the idea? So if you're telling the priest, the priest is basically like he's like the middleman, and, and that's then, for Catholicism, but not for Christianity. I don't have, like I said, I don't have to go into church and confess. I could do it right here, right now. To God, you just pray. You get down on your knees. Yes, I, I, but you I don't have to get on your knees. I'm but like, you, I did this. I did this the other day. You know, let's say, let's say, like I said something to somebody I didn't mean, but like it hurt him, or you know what I mean, or like I sinned in the sense of like I don't know, I lied. And again, it could be anything from a little white lie to a big lie. You know, so it's like I did lie about that, and like I'm, I, you know, please forgive me. And like you knowing that, like yeah, that's fine. I know I'm gonna be forgiven. So again, that's that's how it works for my belief system whereas like i don't have to go into church for a four-hour mass and then repent and then do the body of christ and then the drink of the blood we do communion but yeah not but you don't have to do that that's not it's not required to do the whole forgiveness repentance right. uh process i mean yeah yeah correct like that and so that's that's the difference okay well then okay i i and i get it and i'm glad and, that and you're i'm glad like that you're eloquating that but like we all get what what forget what a confessional is and the act of doing it, and then you walk out of there feeling better, and you go and do the hail marys and the this and the that, and then, and then what though? Because then you're gonna just do it again, right? Like like at yes, what point? At what will. point do you really and, and, know and that you've like fully been forgiven and repented? Did, or do you know you will, only you, once well, you're up the there thing. in the clouds? You you will. So this is this is where it's like hard for people to understand. Is like you will always sin you're not right no one i'm talking about the forgiveness nobody part, is though. perfect right and that's what i'm getting to nobody is perfect god already knows what your sins are going to be before they even happen he already knows what you're going to do he already knows which is why he forgives you because he's like i know you did this but if you don't like he knows that you're not as well you know what i mean so it's like here he already knows but then he also knows i'm not going to ask for forgiveness Right, because like if I've that's gone, I'm let's say I've gone this that's long and I've never asked for forgiveness, then he also knows that. So he's like, yeah. correct. He's he he knows. So he's that. keeping he, track of everything. He's checking. When his, you die, his. yes. When you die, and you you when you die, you're not just gonna go straight to hell. You're gonna get judged. Well, you're in limbo. You're gonna go to the you're gonna go to the pearly gates. That's why the guy's out there and he's gonna judged. let you into the club. <laughs> right. Are you on the fucking list? Did you make the list? Right. Yeah, yeah. We got your paper right here, and it the says you did Chris these Jericho things, man. Right there. You did some, <laughs> you did some fucking things. And uh, we have it all yeah. right here. Every and some of these single, things you asked for forgiveness for. Every, some of these things you didn't. So guess what? Every single we're thing sending you to hell. You do. That's a sin from a child up to an adult. Is will be judged. Everything you do, your entire life will be judged. Hope it's not by Sylvester Stallone. It's by God, the Terminator. He's gonna terminate your ass. Me specifically? <laughs> no, but like. I mean, yes, you will. You will stand in front, and then, and then that's when the judgment happens for you, and then you either enter in or you get cast away. Okay, is that is that not to get too off of that? Because I like where we're at, but is that concept the idea of being judged by a higher power, by by God? Is that the explanation? 
and I'm doing air quotes for the audio listener, but is that the explanation, in your opinion, of something like cancer? Because everyone's like, why does cancer exist? And then we can point to medical, we can point to health reasons and things that lead to that. We can point to smoking cigarettes, etc. But on some level, yeah, there's it's also, out, there's people out there that, out there that for no rhyme or reason suddenly get it at a young age. And it's like, what? Right. And then they die. Is that is like the randomness of that, is that being judged? Not to say that like, oh, if somebody did die young of cancer, they did something horrible and therefore being judged. But, but... Like, is that part of it? Like, you know what I mean? You know what I'm getting at? The question I'm getting at here? I'm posing to the world? Yes, well, I, I think so, yeah. Like, here's the thing. Like, there's a plan for everything. Like, you know what I mean? Like, everybody has... There's no a, reason there, for cancer. Ha- yes, but we are also living in a world... In a, we are living in a human mortal world where... Sin is rampant. Things happen, and things are uncontrolled by us, and... Yes, is it terrible and sad that a baby gets cancer? A hundred percent, of course it is. But for whatever reason, that may have been the plan, and the plan it could, be, and that that's above anything that we can possibly comprehend because we are emotional and we have no idea why that would happen, or even even uh, even with when when women unfortunately have miscarriages. Why does that have to happen? Well, right. we could point to a lot of medical reasons why, and, but, but 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 again, it could be because it could be as something as simple as God is trying to get you on His side for the long run. You have to trust me. Sometimes that stuff, you can't make an armor without breaking a few eggs. Sometimes that brings people to Him that didn't realize it because they're having such a hard time because they lost a child, let's say, and they're like. They have nowhere to go. They're at the, they're at the bottom of the barrel. Like they're depressed. They're upset, and they go and they turn to God. Maybe that's why he did it. You might hear stories of like a, like you were saying earlier, like some inmate turns to the Lord, and maybe a cynic out there is like, well, of course he did because that's how he's going to, you know, get integrated back into society. No, but he's still going to be but in does jail. Not, but does not every single person deserve? A second chance? Of course. Don't they deserve God, redemption? God, God is God. God is a God of second chances and forgiveness. That's what I'm saying. He's a he for he's got a, he's a forgiving God. So he's not going to give you just a second chance. He's going to give you a lot of chances. A bunch of restarts. A bunch of restarts. Extra lives. Yes. Unless you get cancer. I mean, but but that's what I'm saying. Like it's like you 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 get a bunch of restarts. And like, yeah, you get a, you get forgiven in in that aspect. So you just because you have somebody has a history of doing something bad doesn't mean that they're not going to heaven. So that's why it comes the whole thing, the whole topic I'm trying to say is it doesn't boil down to just being a good person, just being a good person and buying somebody a fucking coffee or giving that bum outside who has a sign up saying I'm hungry and I'm poor giving him a fucking sandwich or $20, that is not your ticket to get into heaven. It doesn't fucking matter. An asshole could do that shit. What if you're genuinely doing it? It doesn't still, matter. It still doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you do good for other people. Like, yes, do it because it's like, it's it's the right, it's just a right human thing to do to people. Like, love thy neighbor. Love your enemy. It's the same thing. Somebody you hate, you're supposed to love them. You're supposed to forgive them, right? Yes, you're supposed to forgive them. You know what I mean? And But it doesn't matter what they do. I mean, you can hold your... 
again, don't hold a grudge, but like you can be like, yeah, I forgive you, but like that's why sometimes when you see those like, I don't know if you've ever seen those like court scene or courtroom sh- uh, videos of like, you know, a, 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 let's say a teen that like killed two teens and shot them and like the parents are in there and they have mm. to talk to the guy that killed their kid. Yeah, they're looking at like, him like 15 feet away. Right, and you do you have, you have some parents that are like, I want to fucking kill you. And they try like, to. I understand your rage. Yeah. Like, you, any, like, yes, that's awful. And like, I don't, I don't, I'm they're not. Con- but they're consumed I'm by it, right? I'm justifying his feelings or their feelings towards this person that murdered their kid. But then you have those parents that are like, I forgive you. And people are like, Woody, I would never forgive him. It's like, that's the difference. So that person that parent who decided to forgive their son's murderer, they're above you. Is is that in an is, emotional in their mind in an is in the, a, in is the devil winning if if the dad wants to kill the guy? Correct. And then Christ is winning if you go Correct. You've done the most horrible thing you could do Correct. to me with you know, honestly, yep. because you could have killed me and that would have actually been better, but you killed the closest people to me. Yeah. And you know what? I forgive you. Correct. And you're gonna let you're gonna let God deal with it. You you don't have to go over there and punch him or try to get revenge. Because now you're not phys- now you're not spiritually holding on to correct. this. Correct. You've let it go. And we yourself. all know what it feels like and to hold on to correct. shit, right? Correct. Like, so that's that, a, that's a something human that every single person alive yes. can relate to. Absolutely. And so whether it's a, whether it's justified or not. Yes. We exactly. all know what that's like. It's it's hev- it's a heavy so burden. To get that off, that's why the get that to off, get your, off your, chest your chest is a phrase. Absolutely. Because what are you? You're not. What are you? Are you phys? No. It's your. But you're. And sometimes I'm sure you felt it. There's times where like you physically feel it. If something that's oh, yeah. bothering and you have a holding, or if something you're anxious about, and you yeah, and like, you it. could feel, you could physically yeah. feel it weighing down on you. And then when you finally talk about it, you know, you have those moments where something's bothering you with somebody. And you finally have those moments, mm. and you talk to him. You're like, man, it feels so much better. Like, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Almost always. Right. Almost right. always. Right. And there's times where, like, there's, time, yeah, there's times where I've even been like, man, like, fuck you. Like, I'm, I want to get revenge. But then I've had to be like, no, it's, you know, whatever. You know, and, and, I, and then, like. Yeah, what's your name? It could, it could. Vengeance, motherfucker. Vengeance. Right? right? With Batman? Yeah, yeah. He gets consumed by that. He does. And he goes he and realizes he went too far. Correct. By basically at the end of that movie. Like, I, I can't be just vengeance. Correct. I got to be better than that. Correct. That's why Batman is great because he, he doesn't, doesn't kill he his doesn't enemies, kill. right? He right. forgives them, and Correct. he actually wants to help them. Even after, even after all the shit the Joker put him through and everyone else he loves, he still says to him at the end of the Killing Joke, "It doesn't have to be like this. Like, there's a right. path for you. Like, I can, we can, can't we work this out? Like, isn't enough? How many times are we gonna keep doing this? Yeah, right. But exactly. it would be, but but can't we all easily more relate with the dad that wants to fucking kill the dude? Of course, isn't and, it? And it's easier to go to the dark side, e- right? It's always easier to do the wrong thing. And as Yoda says, have patience because that patience, you, okay. you don't have to deal with it. Let's get all the references. In. I mean, mine as <laughs> Let's well, go. Right? Let's go. But I mean, that's the idea. Yes, and and it goes back to the same. It goes back to good versus evil, light versus dark. All of that, you know what I mean? Mm. Lord of the Rings, the Ring of Power, like Voldemort. all of that stuff. Vol- like yes, Voldemort, Harry Potter, like all all of these big books and things that we love is stemmed from this religious arc, basically, right? Or like this religious background, like the Bible, the, the, the thing and that it, unites it, us all, right? And it goes back to the most simplest thing: good versus evil. Which I, which is why I say there's a sp- spiritual war that's going on, constantly going on. Okay. That's that's what it is. There is, and that's why I say like demons are real. Like 
that shit exists. Angels are real. You see it. We watch Fail Army all the time, like, when we're fucking chilling. And, like, you remember we get those videos or, like, close calls, and you're like, dude. Oh. You're like, you gotta be kidding me. Oh, dude, some of those. There's, and there's, and that's, there's, yeah, somebody was watching out. Like, come on. How did that not happen? Two things, Shane, and I love all this. And I think it's clear we could keep talking about it. And maybe maybe we'll make it a habit on the Pie Guys uh, to circle back to this type of stuff. But based on everything we're talking about, there's a couple more things I think we should touch on. One of those things, based on everything you're talking about, a spiritual war, sinning, uh, forgiveness, in your opinion, mm -hmm. Shane the Train. I'm not. I'm glad I'm not talking to a preacher or somebody else that's going to try to convert me necessarily. Like You're my boy. You're my brother. You're... You know, known you for years. We've been through the shit in the trenches, you know. Right. Who's winning the war right now in 2022? If you take stock of this country, this world, uh, it doesn't have to be a monologue, but is if you had to take stock of this war, you know, there's actual war happening right now. Uh, there will always kind of be that, I guess, unfortunately. But of this spiritual version, who's winning? Because I would say this real quick while you think on that. I think... Throughout history, obviously, there's a lot of examples of things where you're like, "This is this is this is hell. This is hell on earth. This is this is uh, beyond human, etc." Right? But would the world still be turning? Would things still be functioning as they are, for the most part, if the devil was winning? Because there's because because for all of the bad people that do the things and they know it's bad and then for all the people that have done the bad things and then they turn their life around, there's got to be way more good on this planet and running things than bad, right? It's or 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 is it a fuck or are we fucked and the bad guys actually are running the shit and um we you know that's why we got to get to another planet. It's it's not just it's not that black and white. Who's winning the war? It's not that black and white. It's there will never be peace on earth until God returns. There, and we don't know when that's going to happen. There will never be peace on earth. There will always be war. There's always going to be bad things happening. Um, it, it will never happen until he returns. And that's what I was saying. And I, and I can't remember. I, like, don't quote me on the years. I'd have to relook at the Bible and read exactly what the years are. But after, after, after he makes his return and brings... Everybody back to heaven during during revelations. There will be an X amount of years of peace on earth. That is when it's going to happen because he was already he he has returned. He's taken people, and then there will be peace on earth. Who's winning the war? Nobody. Come on. It's I'm telling you, it's not it's not that black and white. And there's it's not like a scoreboard. So then, so then. You can't prove any of this. <laughs> it's not about proving. It's about believing. That's the idea of faith, right? That's what faith Just because the book like, says it doesn't make it real. But and but here's but here's the thing. I will say that when you read it, there's signs leading up to it where there's like things that are said that will happen. And then like even like in today's world, like it's happening. And you're like, oh, fuck. Like there's definitely things. I'll go even with the the vaccine with 2020 that we just oh, had. Oh no. Well, I'm just saying like everything that everyone's like no, like there's a lot of people were that were like no, it's the mark of the beast and like that's a whole another thing that we can get Microchips into. Microchips and shit. And it's like it's not, but here's the thing. We have the capability to make that happen. 
we live in a time where the technology is there. We already put computer chips on our pets and our dogs. If they escape, we can track them. They have GPS in them. Like, so the idea of like having a computer chip in you and that's how and you social credit you score. Pay, yes. And they China, control China's us. already doing it, right? They round us up, dude. And they put, this is the end. Is but, this the but end? This is what I'm saying. Like these are, these are signs leading up to revelations. And okay. that's what I'm trying to, that's what I'm trying to say is like, it's not as black and it's not that black and white of like, who's winning, who's so losing. He, we don't win until don't, God comes back, until Jesus comes back. Correct. And we don't know when that's going to fucking be. And, but at the same time, in our perspective as humans, if you are left, it's going to look like you're losing. Cause because, oh, wow. because, because uh, the Antichrist is going to be in control and he's going to be the, the president of the world. Oh, what? That's what I'm saying. Like, in, during that time when that happens, once Revelation or once the... Uh, Donald Trump. A lot of people thought that. Right? A lot of people thought that. The way he held the Bible? How do you know I'm not fucking Al Pacino, dude? You're not. What if, dude? I would you say just, you I just would, said they I don't would, know. I would but, well. I would say you're not because you're not in a political position, position power. of power. Like not you, yet. They, I mean, do you think you can get there, dude? Maybe I'm on the uh, <laughs> maybe I'm on the upswing. You got to do your laundry first, bro. No, that's where all my that's where all, <laughs> that's that's where all my dark secrets are right there, bro. What do you think it's What do you think it's ready on the pedestal? That's where I'm gonna do the sacrificial burning. You think you're leaving today? Oh, yeah. Geez. This is what do you think I brought all this up? What do you think we watched? This is the end. Well, it doesn't. It, it no, doesn't listen to me. Bad. But <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's it's to answer your question. Like it's not as black and white as that. But like I said, there's certain things you don't know. Happen. You haven't answered the question. You've been talking this whole time. So here's well, what, that's I, what that's what I'm trying to say is like the answer is like there's certain things that are happening now where it's like it's leading up to potential things happening. So when you say if well, yeah. who's winning, it's not about who's winning. It, it's, it's always a, about that, but it's not. It's it, in this circumstance. It's it's not about that. Because all I do is win because it has already been prophesized of who's gonna win. The Lord. Yes. So they, you, it's not to us. It's gonna feel like that the devil is winning, but in reality, it's not. At the last second, that's why it's called what a hail mary. <laughs> because you're losing the entire game. And you and need a like Hail this. Mary to win the fucking <laughs> that's, world. That's funny. But yes. That's why that's, it's that. That's, yeah. That's very plausible why it's that called that. But again, it's okay. like. I guess okay. Okay, Shane. You know, it's... I got. So I, to I me, said there were two I things. Guess, I guess I guess to, for, to really bluntly answer your question. Yes. Bluntly. Good, good is winning. Thank and you. And it's always been winning. But Thank it, you. But it doesn't feel like that. <laughs> But it doesn't feel like that because people will turn around and be like, well, what about all these mass shootings? What about all these school shootings? What about – it's like, again, to us, yeah, it doesn't look like we're winning because people associate good people mm. with heaven, and it's not about that. It's, mm. not, it's about, not that simple. It's not that simple. It's not that simple plan. All right, I said there were two things, and this is the second thing I wanted to get to. I love your fucking passion, and I love how sometimes just now in the fucking majesty of your, your hair – the lo logo for SoCal High, that it would <laughs> it would wiggle around. You're nobody else could see it, but you if you were here, you would have gotten caught up in the sermon of Shane. Um, I said it was a confessional. I said we you know we would open the doors. We've done we've done the confessional numerous times uh, in the on the Pie Guys. Um, so I think to honor that, I think to honor what we're talking about specifically for this recording, 
and also to honor the time of the year, I have a confession to make. All right. What's your confession? Um, on a personal level, you already kind of know about this. Uh, on on a podcast level, it's never been spoken about on on a specific on any kind of detail. But a year ago, almost a year ago, around this time, uh, some of the actions I was doing ended up hurting somebody close to me and someone that we know. And I don't want to name names for the sake of like the pod, sure. you know, and for privacy and for things that are personal, but genuinely treat this as a confession. You know, I did some things that knowingly would, if they got back to said person would, would be hurtful and, you know, didn't, you know, lived my life, looked at things like, well, I, I'm going to, I'm living my life. I, I can't live somebody else's life. I'm going to get what I want. And all's well that ends well, right? That's, that's why Shakespeare called it that. No one's dying. I didn't, right. I didn't physically hurt anybody, but I emotionally hurt them. Uh, and as a result, I've probably lost a couple of friends as uh, that were friends of mine over, over year, over the years. And, a greater conversation about blame and all these other things and, and shares of that, you know, that's, that's not the point of this. This is, this is the confession. This is forgiveness. So it's not about casting things in another person. I don't look back at that time and the things of, of the actions that I took as solely my, my fault, but I'm trying to take ownership of, of my, of what I did, thus mm. mentioning it in the confessional. And, and for you as a witness, as my homie, as somebody I've confided in over the years, and and to the trio, to the listener, um, as a sign of appreciation for you guys listening to this podcast, you know, uh, we try to keep it a certain mood, a certain temperature in here. But uh, I like that we can have these conversations. I think it's important as people, and I think it's I I like it for the pod. So I want I don't want to shy away from it. And I a lot of the times when we do the confessional, it's kind of tongue in cheek but genuinely you know uh as a person i want to kind of atone for for what i've done with with um the friend of mine that you know specifically suffered at the uh, as a result of you know stuff i did of actions i took of uh so yeah i bring that up in the confessional and not that i'm asking you for forgiveness perhaps you were saying that's all you needed to do is to say it unto the Lord. You know, you, you don't have to, you don't have to be in a church inside the booth next to the minister yes. or whatever. You can proclaim it and correct. And, and I mean, yes, for forgiveness. So I but, ask for forgiveness look, and I bring well, that up for the confessional. Amen. It doesn't make you feel better about. Yeah. Okay, good. I'm glad it makes you feel better, but, but I'll be, but you want me to be honest with you too? Okay. You're in the confessional. You what, have to be. What you, what you did is isn't a sin. You know what I mean. It doesn't make you feel bad. Yes. Yeah. Did you hurt somebody? Yes. But that's not what a sin is. Like that's what I'm saying. That like people are like so like Christians are supposed to be like these perfect people, good and right? bad, these perfect right and people, wrong, right? Like you can do no wrong. Mm -hmm. You still be an asshole. It doesn't say. A sin is not 
don't be an asshole. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like you stealing, lying, cheating. You know what I mean? Like those, those murder, you sure. know, like that, that stuff, those are sins. Like you, you, you didn't do, you did not sin unto what, what God would view as a sin. And break a commandment. I didn't, I didn't Correct. break you, some sort you of You didn't break any religious. commandment. You did something yeah. that hurt somebody, yes, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's a sin. Right. Because you can hurt somebody without knowing it, right? Like you can hurt, sure. you could hurt, I could say something and it hurt somebody, but I'm like, I didn't realize that. That's that probably happened you. as a result of this podcast. And yeah, maybe. Um, but again, I'm not necessarily doing it for the Lord. I'm doing it for this podcast. That's why I mentioned it. So um, it does feel good, though, to say it out loud and not have to always think about it on my private times or, or, or you know, deal with it in private. So, like, this is the act even of saying it, and, and which we've obviously talked about it before outside of recordings. But my point is I think that there's benefit to that. And that's why I think we embrace the confessional here is because it's it should be a safe place where, like, if we can't say whatever we want unto uh, – a thing that we have complete control over, aka this audio, then you know what's well, the and, point. And so we we should be able to have that and then allow that for each other as as pie guys, as a brotherhood, right. etc. And to the trio, right? That's that's the greater ideal of the podcast version of it. But it's well, and it's good, it, it's, and yeah, and learning well, learning to embrace that more on a personal level, and and on some level too, even hoping that maybe the parties involved or 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 person of interest would listen to this and and and. And uh, perhaps atonement can begin as a result of this even, dare I say. And who knows? If this is the end, I I think I think you and I stand a really good chance at the pearly gates, honestly. I don't know if we're going to see the Backstreet Boys concert. It might be a completely different one. But, um, <laughs> it's going to be in sync. I, I want to believe that. And maybe we took better, cl- uh, even uh, steps closer towards that with this recording. I don't know. Um Maybe, but if this is the end of The Last of Us, is Shane going to survive? There's, there's the big question. There is the question. That is the question. Who knows? But the only way you will know is if you tune into the Pie Guys. And as you know, we do this. We're here every other week. We fucking literally rolled out of bed. Um. And I'm glad we're here. It's good to see you, man. You and too, man. It's been. A, I know it's been a minute. I've been super busy. And how about that? I could. I confess, I love you. So yeah, I love um, you too. And I love the listener. And get get on the ride. Last words to Shane. We always we, we have to. Now that you're here, um, there's been a lot of words. You've but you've you've gospeled. This is like a good. <laughs> you've you've gone on some gospels. You've dropped some sermon and some scripture. So give us um give us the last words, Shane. I want to. Come all over these walls. I'm gonna come all over that. I'm gonna come over there. I'm gonna come in your magazine. I'm gonna come on your face. I'm gonna shoot your fucking dick off, dude. You don't have enough bullets. Last time on First Time. Who even remembers high school? You know what I mean? Like, really? Do you even remember that time? There was a time that we watched the train stumble his way through high school. Like we all did back then, let's be real. And we watched him endure the growing pains. We've seen him throw fists, and only fists, 
and only fans, but definitely only his fist for a time until he realized, you know what? I got to rely on a gun and then I got to rely on someone. There were the times that he couldn't hit the broadside of a barn with any single one of his guns, yet no matter what, he could always generate some sort of death-defying escape by the skin of his teeth. There was always that one aspect of his game that seemed to be missing, though, and only time would tell. At this time, our travels take us to the University of Eastern Colorado. There's no better approving ground than college to put on display everything you've learned up to this point and then to level up. Maybe, just maybe, that missing aspect, that stealthiness, the silent assassin, the patient predator. If he developed that end of his game, what if? Peanut butter and jelly could go anywhere they want, that's what if. And well... To quote UEC's slogan itself, there's only one way to find out. And Ellie's fucking cracking jokes over here. I guess I guess there's no threat. That's how you know you did a good job. Is the game the game said, well, that's that. So does he remember? He's getting still Shane's still getting familiar with the controls. All right. It wasn't that long ago that we fired this up and and, and he hasn't played in a while and we're suddenly in college and then we have to pass an exam. Dude, that was a fucking pop quiz, hot shot. I don't know if you heard that, but he said, here we go. Even though he thinks something, he thinks the generator is it's, it's called generator PTSD. That's what it is. Because last time he did this, it was kind of stressful. One tug. Wow, dude. <laughs> the generator continues to baffle this man. He, he took out six guys in the blink of an eye, but he just, he failed twice at starting the generator. What if this class was about starting generators? Do you think that's what, oh my God, dude. Do you know what you have to do? You know what you have to do, right? You have to keep hitting triangle now. You have to hit it in that little spot. That's what starts it. Every time the thing goes right there, now. Wow. Well, we don't need to mention exactly the amount of times it's taken him to start it, but he's still, he's still having a hard time with a generator. I'm not going to lie, bro. Sometimes it's hard to get it up. You know what I mean? Shout out to one of our sponsors. No, uh, almost there, dude. You would definitely have failed this class. I, even if I was the teacher and I knew you, I'd be like, bro, I got to give you a bad grade on this. It's not that hard, Shane. It's really not that hard. Triangle. You you have to hit it when it's inside that thing though. You get that right? Yeah, I did. I am. Just tap it. Tap it. There you go. One more time. There you go. Just tap it. Not that hard. But sometimes you gotta you gotta teach yourself. What do you think college is about? It's about higher education. College was a time in life, right? You it was formative. You were finding yourself. Well, only fitting that as we get down into the quad, where's fucking Will Ferrell? We get down into the quad, we realize. I'm finding myself here at college right now, too, and I just started, dude. Barely started the generator, but I just started college. Whoa, that looks like an official building. There's no threat there. There's nothing to... Sur- oh, what's over here, though? I found an opening over here. So even though that one building wasn't accessible, doesn't mean its neighbor's not. So we want to be a thorough search. We want to realize, did we find everything we could? We are looking for a specific building on this campus. We're not just here for the shits of it, okay? We're looking for a building that looks like a mirror, said Ellie. Are those monkeys? I don't know. I can't even... Where? I can't even see them. Oh, there they are. My vision's bad. Is that guy humping it? That That is a monkey. So as we fucking... Uh, what's the, Equestrian our way into the next courtyard, this big opening courtyard. We looked, we're back in the... Oh, look at the mountains. Back in the day, this would have been... An, oh, the, the monkeys. Outbreak. Uh, as the monkeys are scurrying away at the side of us, because, of course... Oh, they're kind of taunting us now. They're, hey, you want to smell my pits? You come over here, we might rip your eyeballs out. I might bite off one of your fingers. I'm I'm a monkey. I'm not like Planet of the Apes monkey, but you want to do some monkey business? They're over there. Look, they're doing like fucking... They're sort of taunting Ellie, Joel, and Callus. 
And they're sort of also having a blast. One in the background keeps slapping his hands on the, like, yes, I love it. Shane is like uh, surviving. He's not just surviving. He's not just enduring and surviving. He's also surveying this area. He's kind of elevated all these stairs. He's looking through the courtyard trying to figure out, are there threats over here? Can I see somebody? We've so far, we've only come across these monkeys who seem to be assholes. One of them is picking at his. And now they're running away. And we've dealt with some infected. But does that mean there's not humans on the campus somewhere? We don't know. Remember, the game goes human encounter, infected encounter. Human encounter, infected encounter. Back and forth, back and forth. My side, your side. But sometimes, you don't know. Maybe there's a mix of both. And then what? Are you ready? Do you think if those were six humans, living, breathing humans, not infected, that they would have died the exact same fucking way? Infected are kind of easy to herd, right? Like, that was a good tactic by the train. Shout out. Oh, there's an opening there. Oh, shit. Okay. We're we're searching around. looks like the dormitory. It's literally written on the wall. And we also see a gate. Disconnect generator when not on duty. So somebody's left behind notes, literally spray painted on the wall. They've tagged the wall with a firefly symbol. So that kind of answers our question right there. So from our vantage point, we've been able to discover the building we came to EUEC for. We've now discovered from this vantage point another generator that we need to start. And there's a cable, but we can't quite reach it, right? But look, I like what he's doing right now. He didn't just see the hole go into hole. How do I know somebody didn't leave that for me to find as a trap? I'm talking about leaving pieces of candy behind to capture the infected. How do I know somebody didn't just open that hole so that I'd, without thinking, no questions asked, go into the hole and then die? So Shane goes around the building. He kind of looks in like a like a police officer's. Stuff on the desk. He's, yeah, he can see through the window. There's stuff on the desk. Okay, so there's stuff to grab. But that doesn't mean there's no traps. That doesn't mean there's not somebody listening on the other side of that wall. How do I know they're not waiting for me? Obviously, people have been here. They rigged up a generator. They spray-painted the walls. They fortified this place. The infected didn't do that. that looks, this place looks like it's been fortified. People have put up planks of wood, and they've put up other spare parts that they can to sort of reinforce the wall or close off a door. So it does kind of look like there's only one way in, maybe no ways out. There's only one way to find out. Here we go. He crouches down. He goes into the door. You have to crouch down to get into this hole. And he immediately listens. Is there some shit in here? Are we going to immediately pop off? Doesn't seem like it, but it's, it's fucking quiet. Okay. And those of you that remember the last of us, you remember the college and you remember what happens at college. Getting slammed here must beef up barricades is what the map says. It also says infected, uh, slipping through here need to reinforce the, and yeah, I can't read. And then there's sniper's nest. Well, we saw sniper's nest. We came in through here. We jumped over here. We saw the monkeys here. We came over here and we got to reinforce here. We got to get to the building over there. That's the fucking halftime speech that the UEC head coach said. University of Eastern Colorado. The, it's, if you want to mail them, it's 1121 Roxton Boulevard, Boulder, Colorado, 90405-303-555-0010 if you want to enroll. Uh, it's detailed. It's The Last of Us. It's Naughty Dog. Do you understand? Now, sensing danger, it's quiet. He's crouched. He's listening. I got to say, I like this approach. This is a different side of Shane. We haven't really seen this. We've seen the rambunctious fucking... That's Ellie down there. We've seen the rambunctious brawler. Okay? We've seen Wolverine. We've seen uh, Lobo. We've seen the Hulk. You know, the guys who want to throw down. They're like, no, I came here to fight. Okay? How do you like these apples? 
Damn, if only that vending machine had a soda. Oh, oh shit, there's a door that's closed. This is probably the first closed door we've seen. Closed door we've seen room 201. Is that the room from The Shining? This is the first closed door. Ooh, that was kind of nerve-wracking because you don't know what's behind there. You open it up, it's a dorm room. Fucking bunk beds, disgusting-ass beanbag. Somebody left their fucking family photo over there. Okay, not that important to grab, I guess. Some pictures on the wall. Well, how many do you think somebody jerked off to? Oh, a little uh, pad. I'll pick that up. I'll MacGyver it into something useful later. Mierda, we found some shit. Here we go. Now it's starting to look a little bit more dark down there. We look down that hallway, it looks like there's some sporage happening. And what do we know about spores, class? That's right. The infected. We don't see any threats. Uh, I see some parts. Oh, fuck! We're just gonna walk by that? Holy shit! You gotta move the camera. There you go. Yeah, you gotta move the camera. We found ten parts and two rounds in the El Diablo. That's another gun that I didn't even know he had. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. So, the hallway runs out. We, sit, we go into a couple dorm rooms. We find some useful stuff, but now there's a hole in the ground. Just be careful, dude. You know what happens here. I know what happens here. Shane's never been here before. He'd handled those Sinister Six pretty fucking good last time, okay? We're trying to build a new streak. So you better make sure you go down where the infected are. You go in ready. You go in with a game plan. You better make sure all the guns that you have in your arsenal are the ones you want. The ones in the order that you want. So that when you switch to the gun on your left, you know it's the flamethrower. When you switch to the gun on your right, you know it's the revolver with only three rounds. All right, like a fucking SWAT team. He's about to run down into the hole. He turns his flashlight on. A lot of spores. It looks like that's either a, a maze where they pumped in a lot of the fucking fake fog. He jumps down and guess what? It's on. It's on, motherfucker. Just like that. Infected. And they sound like clickers. So you be careful, Shane. You might want to listen. Oh, shit. Okay. Oh, shit. We see a big fatty. There's somebody right to your left. Right there. Pay attention. Okay, so what do we see? We see one, two, three, four, five threats. Last time there were six runners. I'm going to spoil this for you. There's four clickers and a bloater. So those odds are way tougher. Oh, to your left, Shane. Be careful. Just because he's right there on the other side of that wall doesn't mean he won't react to you. So two of the four clickers are shambling around. Two of them are standing still. They have no idea Shane is here. He hasn't even made noise. He hasn't even alerted them, let alone made his presence known. But he's starting to move now. Well, yeah, that's a strategy. Here's the deal. Just because we have guns and explosives doesn't mean we have to actually set them all off. It's possible that Shane could stealth all four of these clickers. It is possible. Okay, he's moving. He's moving. He's moving. He's into the hallway now. And he's behind the table. Okay, but maybe if I stay quiet over here, the clicker won't know. Oh, now I can see the bloater. Okay, we move from the first room we jumped down into, into the hallway. There's the clicker. Is Shane going to make his move? He called his shot last time. Okay, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. He backed away. All right, maybe not yet. Is he making a move? This guy's right there. Grab him. Shiv. Oh, I think he did it stealthily, baby. Maybe for the first time in his life. He did. Update, dude. This just in. We have an update. There were five. Now there's four. Three clickers, one bloater. So far, so fucking good, dude. My boy's been looking good in college, dude. He came to dress to impress. The only damage he took was from himself. All right? That's like self-loathing, being part of the game. This, in my opinion, is the move. Yes, you can definitely fight these guys, and, and good luck. Good luck with the guns. This is how you evolve your game. This is how you graduate. You become a new man. You go, I'm not just going to fucking come in there like a bull in China shop, like a train in your mom's house. So remember the layout? Remember the other dorm? Yes, exactly. That's exactly why we do it. 
That's why the the game lays it out for you. It doesn't give you a map like most video games where you hit the button and you can see all the threats on the map, but it lets you explore a, a setting that's exactly like this one so you know the layout and you know where you're going. You know how they get around. He's in the bathroom. He's, he's up to the next one. He stabbed him in the fucking throat. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up, bitch. Dude, that's two for two. Two for two. Is Shane going to graduate today right now in this moment? And stealth, he's never had a completely stealthy encounter. I'm going to lower my tone a little bit because sometimes in golf, that's what they do. When there's a when there's a, bit, when there's a big putt coming up, sometimes they go, he's pulling out the putter, okay, he's going to look at the green. All right. I mean, there's a lot of stuff right now. There's uh, still spores to contend with. He's listening. The train looking real good today. He's stealth too. Like a fucking, like it was surgical. Okay, he pulled out the knives and said, I'm going to put these three blades to the test. I think he can totally do this. I'm excited to see the, the developments here, but I'm going to try to contain myself. Do you want to rely on a flashlight, something that could run out of batteries? Do you want to rely on something unreliable? Or do you want to rely on your God-given senses and your ability to, to crouch low, listen carefully, and be true with the blade? Slip it in between the third and fourth vertebra. Bruh. There's just a, a bit of linoleum between him and his next victim. All right, he's going to go around the corner. Is he going to grab him, though? Is he going to grab him, though? He's still in the room. He's still in the room. He grabs him, and he shivs him. Oh, fuck. I know you're that close. Damn, that got me That got me nervous. Oh, fuck. Just on the other side of the wall, there's another clicker. So, holy shit. I said clicker. You got to be careful. Look at him. Look at him fully reloading. I love it. He's, he, he knows where he's at right now, dude. He's in his element, dude. He loves college girls. The bloaters at the end of the hallway has no fucking clue his life's going to come to an abrupt end. He's just over there minding his business. But quickly, there used to be five. Now there's only two. This guy's back is kind of to the wall. Can we grab him, though? He can grab him. Does he grab him? He shifted him again, dude. What do you fucking think of that? What do you fucking think of that? Now, oh my God, I can show you the world. I can show you a world of possibilities. Shane gets to take on this fat motherfucker however he wants. This fat head, you could throw a Molotov at him. You could, you could set a bomb, throw a Molotov at him, and then back up and then just watch your handiwork do the work without you. You know what I mean? Set the bomb, right? Set it, boom, perfect, right there. And then maybe back up some more. Hit him with the fucking Molotov, let him come at you, and then you have the flamethrower. It's fucking, it's fucking Fantastic Four. Here we go, he's got it out. Oh, you gotta aim it though. Don't rush because he's right there. Do you think you got him? Do you think you got him? It looks like he's got him. He's aiming right now, dude. He's aiming right now, dude. Fuck you. He just threw it. All right, he switches to the flamethrower. This motherfucker's on fire, dude. Special effects show. Here we go. What do you do now? Now the, bl the bloater knows something's up. He's like, I was taking a nap and. Oh, shit. He's flailing around. He he got caught on fire, then he walked into the fire, so he's even more on fire. You understand me? Nobody ever taught him to stop, drop, and roll. Is he dead? <laughs> I have to use my bomb, dude. <laughs> Holy shit. Fuck, dude. Give him a diploma right now. Give him the diploma now. Shane Richard Cervantes, to put your fucking tassels to the other side, dude. Holy fuck. Are we keeping score? Yeah, we are, you, you mother yar. What is that? 11 infected, 11 dead. They didn't even sniff me, bro. I bought cologne for no reason. They didn't even get close enough to go, hey, dude, nice axe. And then he finds shit, okay? He cleared the corners, and now he's finding shit. He's going to go through your dressing room, Trent. Give me, give me shivs. Give me I need tape for taping something, and I'm full of tape. 
Before we showed up to UEC, you know what UEC did for my life? Give me a flamethrower. Showed me I was a man. Yes. I'm conserving it for when I really need it. Oh, my God. I can't even get over that. I thought the bloater was... Fuck that bloater, dude. That bloater was a bitch, dude. I didn't even tell you what happened. We were... Do- I got excited again. No more whispering. We don't need to whisper. Oh, my God. It was the it was the double flame. I saw a ring, and it was burning on my butthole. There's been times that some people that I thought would have never hurt him or killed him gave Shane the fits. But he showed up today ready. He said, not anymore. 11 up, 11 down, dude. The, the perfect game is intact. They didn't even know. They didn't even know. How are they going to know? How are they going to know? They're not even going to know. They didn't know. We've handed out grades before. We've done that. We've done that on these. Again, sometimes, objectively speaking, honestly speaking, they're not great. Sometimes you get C's, right? You can't appreciate a B or an A until you've had some C's candy. Sometimes you get B's. And you're allergic, Macaulay. Other times, you go to college and you immediately get A's. I give Shane an A so far. Low end, 95 out of 100. High end, I don't know. Have we found it yet? I don't know if we found our ceiling yet. Speaking of high ends, I kind of want to fucking hit this bowl again. There's a generator. Did we plug it in? Oh, no, we can move it. Oh, we can move it. It's got wheels. Cool. Hey, let's be real, dude. The only thing that's giving Shane trouble is the generator. If he can fucking start this generator on the first try, I'm ready to give him an A+. Plus. I'll give him an A+. Plus. That almost sounds too unreal. Like, how nobody gets an A+. Plus. You don't get 100 out of 100. That's a good thing to aspire for, but you don't get 100 out of 100. You know what? You know who does? You know who does? You want to know what happens? Absolutely no one makes it this deep into a Pie Guys episode that doesn't want to know what happens next. And those that know, already know where to find us every other week. Because when you're in the mood for more, ding dong, it's the pie guys at the door.